LiDAR stands for light detection and ranging. So it is an active remote sensing technique that uses light in the form of a pulsed laser to measure ranges to the Earth. Hello and welcome to the LifeWatch Eric podcast, A Window on Science. In continuing this third season of operations, a little bit outside the e-science infrastructure, but still related to open science and the study of invasive alien species, today we're connecting with the Virtual Laboratory and Innovation Center in Amsterdam. It's my honor, in fact, to welcome to the studio Yifang Shi, scientific developer for ecological applications of LiDAR remote sensing. But before we get into exactly what that is, I'd like to welcome all of our listeners to A Window on Science, the podcast about biodiversity and ecosystem research. It's really great to have your company today. I'm Julian Kenny, Communication Officer, and Yifang, good morning to you. Thanks for joining the studio. Thanks, uh, Julian. It's a great honor to be here. Yeah, we're just going to have some fun, really. So first, as as representative of VLIC, um, the Virtual Laboratory and Innovation Centre in Amsterdam, what can you tell us quickly about LifeWatch Netherlands? Mm, well, the LifeWatch Netherlands hosts one of the LifeWatch Eric common facilities, uh, the Virtual Laboratory and Innovation Centre. So it is hosted by the Faculty of Science, University of Amsterdam. Uh, and mainly served by the Institute for Biodiversity and Ecosystems Dynamics, as well as Informatics Institute. So it covers all natural science, information, technology, and mathematics. Um, so yeah, I was, yeah. No, sorry, it's the combination we've seen before of the, of the research and the analytics and the data and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Okay, let's get into LIDAR, remote sensing. This is about lasers, a bit like Star Wars, right? Yes, it is, actually. If you think about it, now we even have a LiDAR on satellite, which actually is called JEDI. Yeah, <laughs> so, <ahead> yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> nice is one. only one type of LiDAR, but LiDAR can be carried by, for example, on drones, cars, aircrafts. So all kinds of LiDAR are available now. And how does it, how does it operate? So LiDAR, it, is, um, uh, it actually stands for light detection and ranging. So it is an active remote sensing technique that uses light in the form of a pulsed laser to measure ranges to the Earth. So just imagine you have the first sunlight penetrates through the canopy of forest in the morning. So you see those light pauses combined um, with other let's say, data recorded by this uh, system can generate very precise 3D information about the characteristics of Earth's surface. So that is how LiDAR actually uh, works in a remote sensing way. And and so it, it gives you, what, a picture of vegetation height? You've got a depth on this? Yeah, actually we have um, basically all the structure, vertical structure of um, any objects on the Earth, including vegetation height, for example, the canopy layers, and also shrubs or grassland agriculture, including, for example, 
um, some buildings or basically everything on the Earth's surface, you can actually have it in LIDAR, in 3D, point cloud. It, it is actually the, the data format we collect from LIDAR sensor. And the, the term you use for this is raster. Mm-hmm. Is that right? What's a raster? Um, raster actually is um, it's just like 2D image. It's just like when you watch TV, you can see this image with all the uh, movements uh, within each pixels. So those are the raster, basically. Com- um, how do you say that? It's just like um, for each pixel, it contains some information hmm. representative for ecosystem structure. That is basically a raster we generate from LIDAR. Okay. And so then how does this LIDAR, and it's full, you know, dense data, how is it used for biodiversity monitoring? What do you see? Mm, yeah, from LIDAR, because um, we could have all this detailed information of ecosystem structures. So researchers actually can derive information from those point clouds uh, to describe, for example, vegetation height, vegetation cover, and their structure complexity, which can be very useful for animal habitat monitoring, biodiversity research, and ecosystem services. Just give you an example. So um, imagine some some birds, uh, they, they prefer to stay in the forest, uh, like little owls, and in order to monitor their habitat, we need to know where are the tall trees. So from LIDAR, you actually can get this information. You can you can see where are the tallest trees, where are the shrubs, where are the um, grass. So that kind of information are quite useful for, for example, ecological applications. And uh, yeah, from 3D to 2D, that is also a um, transfer transforming way of using those uh, LIDAR information from a very complex 3D point cloud to 2D raster layers. That's why I explained um, mm. what is raster cool. at the beginning. Yeah, Nice one. And you, in chatting before, you mentioned laser farm. Mm-hmm. Is that where um, Yoda lives? Yeah, laser farm actually is a workflow that um, um, designed to handle the a massive amount of uh, LIDAR data. Because just an example, for example, the countrywide LIDAR data covering the Netherlands is already 16 terabytes in data volume. Hmm. So it is a huge amount of data. And on our local laptop or local machines, it's almost impossible to handle it. So we need to have those workflow deployed um, uh, deployed on um, virtual environment. That's where Laser Farm came into place. So it can handle the huge amount of data and using virtual machines uh, with different um, uh, memory capacities to process to process those LIDAR data into 2D raster layers. That's actually what we provide in our um, uh, Netherlands Flick team. So And of course, this sort of is all operating within the LifeWatch Eric mm-hmm. virtual research environment. So how, what are we exactly doing with that VRE in LiDAR? Yes, um, what we want to do is to make the information from LiDAR more accessible and usable for any type of end users, including 
um, ecologists, ecologi um, ecologists, researchers, or uh, you know, even students, regardless of their experience related to LIDAR or remote sensing. So what we want to do in LifeWatch uh, uh, Flick here is we try to develop a virtual lab built on LIDAR that allows users to access, visualize, and process their um, interest areas uh, related to LIDAR in whatever way they desire. So the workflow is there, the computing resources is there, and we even provide the tools to let them uh, flexibly use and uh, share within their community. So that is actually what we try to do um, in the past years and also still an ongoing task. It's a lot of work to put all this together, isn't it? Um, what can we expect? What are we looking forward to in future work related to LIDAR and, and biodiversity, obviously? And what, what, what do you think the timescales will be? Mm, as a big fan of LIDAR, I, I see very bright future of uh, light, using LIDAR to serve biodiversity monitoring purposes. So we work very hard to make it more user-friendly to all the users. That's why we are interested in first building up this virtual lab and uh, provide, for example, webinars or workshops for all kinds of users and then we try to make it more comprehensive. For example, uh, we want to combine different remote sensing techniques, including LIDAR or optical images like Sentinel, where you can have the reflectance of the Earth's surface. In that way, you can combine both vertical, uh, vertical characteristics and the spectral which is horizontal reflectance from the Earth's surface. Then you can use this complementary information for Earth's observation. So that is the direction we want to go. But of course, it requires a lot of um, effort, yes. Timelines? Uh, yeah, we, we, we want to make it available for public in the up, upcoming year uh, regarding the LIDAR virtual lab. So that is uh, definitely on our agenda. And once it is available, we will also make... For example, webinars or workshops and inviting potential end users for that. So great. Well, we look forward to developments. Thank you, Yifang. Thank you so much. Thanks for opening our eyes to um, some of this incredible. You know what science contributes to our understanding of the world. It's it's almost like science fiction, isn't it? Um, a big thank you also to my producer, Fabrizio Lecce, and above all, to you, our faithful listeners, wherever you are. Please remember, if you work in fields related to biodiversity or ecosystem research, we'd be happy to hear from you. Please get in touch and visit our website on www.lifewatch.eu. Maybe even recommend us to your friends and workmates download these podcasts so we can spread the word about LifeWatch Eric's cloud-based data and computing facilities. I look forward to our next encounter here on A Window on Science. May the force be with you. <laughs>